0: What up what up what up though ball hawk show what up what up what up though ball hawk show no, 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 no. sip the juice i got enough to go around the thought takes place uptown i grew up on a sidewalk while i'm street talking they talk to hawk new york i go to queens for queens to get the roof from broken They money in my hat and never been took it go uptown at the bronx and boogie down get strong on the island Recruit for lay around time to build my juice back up Pop that up
1: suckers get smacked up don't doubt the clout they know what i'm about yo yo what up what up morning morning what's good with y'all Let y'all load in. You know, we're going to keep talking because everybody else talking and you got to respond to what people are talking about. So, we'll let y'all load up. You know, it's playing a game this morning. Again, you know, getting some games in. So, I'm going to cut the game off and we're going to wrap. We're going to wrap. Javel, what's good with you, man? Dre, what's good? Um, So, you know, Bookman Fallen, you know, has some some statements to make about what up, Debo? About mainly he went at young African American males. But mainly this is about just young players in general. And I told y'all this yesterday. It's amazing. I said this yesterday, but I didn't go in on just black, young black men. I went in on every young athlete. Don't, regardless if you're male, female, black, white, Asian, Mexican, don't matter. I told y'all, nothing prepares you for the financial gain that you inherit. Nobody prepares you. But what they will do is demonize your ass and try to tell you what you should have did. These are folk now, I ain't talking about Booger in a sense because he got paid hella dollars. But high, it's hindsight, right? It's hindsight. Everybody takes a step back in hindsight and they go in. This is what I really dislike about some media folks, some talking heads. Like It's a way to deliver a message where it can be embraced and received versus dismissed like you're attacking. And just like, hey, J- Jamel, that's what I'm going to talk about, bro. That, don't you see the title? You came in and asked me what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, he just, I just lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so damn what I was going to say. Um, and Robert T. Green here, you saw what he said, pre-post game prepared you. So here's the thing, bro. And we got to stop doing this. We really got to stop as a whole. Everybody got to stop doing this. Just because somebody have a a difference in opinion or a different view or a different stance, just different. One thing we got to stop doing. And it's a trigger for me. If I'm giving you straight like hypotheticals like you giving me hypotheticals, it's just a different stance. Ain't nobody making excuses. All right. So we got to stop with people making excuses for somebody. It ain't people making excuses, excuses for nobody. It's just somebody's providing a different stance and a different thought process. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But Boogerman Fall is one of them old heads, right? That mean well, but piss you off. Because it's like, dog, you ain't had to go in like that. When he said all everybody worry about is TikTok and Instagram. You need to worry about it's a business. Booger. TikTok, Instagram... That is a part of the business. It's a new wave, a new age. Instagram followers, Twitter followers, TikTok followers, they pay. Because when you present your brand to a company and you show you got millions on all these platforms, that's influencers, that's consumers. That's how sponsorships come. No different than my little podcast. You know what they always say? Hey, we checked out your Instagram. Hey, we checked out your Twitter. Hey, we checked out your iTunes. We checked out your Spotify downloads. And we see that you hit the threshold to earn a contract with us. That's all, that's all they gotta realize. So while Boogerman follow you mean well, yes, young athletes gotta understand that it's not just a game, it's a business. But on another hand, the TikTok videos, the videos that them working out, that's showing you they understand business. They do. Yes, we get paid a king's ransom playing the kid's game. But bro, you behind. You mean well, but a part of you that you attacking, you're behind them. They're, they're ahead of you. A lot of times when we dislike somebody, It gives us implicit bias to where no matter what, we're going to look for the negative to say, I told you so. We all We all, when we have a hot take or we have an opinion, we sit back and we wait and say, I told you so. I told you so. Right. With Haskins, the thing with this Haskins situation, man. Is that unless you with the majority, people think you defending him and making excuses for him. And they tell you they're providing facts. And that's fine. You're providing your truth. Because don't no, nobody know the damn facts, but all the people in the locker room, unless everybody chatty patties, we ain't going to never know the real truth. No matter if I got information, information coming from the locker room, no matter if this dude got information, it's everybody just getting bits and pieces. And while we all think we got facts, we just providing what we know. It ain't the whole fact. You know what I'm saying? My man said he doesn't play hard on the field with a dumbass comment. Dumb as hell. So, Dwayne is the new kicking boy. You know what I'm saying? The one dude that shouldn't have been in that position in the first place, I told y'all this yesterday and I'm tired of repeating my damn self because people swept me down. I be, I'm caping for Haskins. Motherfucker, I said, do you understand that? Because when you curse, you just get people attention. So, motherfucker, I said, his ass isn't a first round quarterback. He isn't a first round talent and he shouldn't have got drafted when he got drafted. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth now? Am I still copping, please? Because y'all don't understand somebody unless they curse. So there you go. So when you think I'm copping, please, for Haskins, I said he won't, no goddamn starter in the NFL. Huh? Like I slapped you in the face or something for you to understand what I'm saying? You feel me? But if you're going to put his ass in the game, if you're going to put him in the game, you still got a job to do as a coach. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's, it's so, look, he's accountable for his trash can juice actions. But as a coach, you are accountable for calling trash can juice stuff to make him look like trash can juice. If I know he can't throw, why the hell, why the hell am I throwing with him? Just so I can say, I told you so. You a coach. You the OC. You look terrible too. But hey, I'm making too much sense, right? I'm making too much sense. Oh, my bad. I'm making excuses because I'm looking at the OC also. And I'm looking at the head coach also. If I say, why the hell he got a captain C on his chest, but he's so fucking immature. Yes, I cursed again. So you can understand the words coming out of my mouth. If he's so immature and y'all mad at him buying Bentleys and he doing all this dumb stuff. But you put the C on his chest. I'm only supposed to look at him. What are we doing? If we going to keep it 100, we're going to keep it all the way 100. So, yes, Haskins has to be accountable for his immature and how he didn't play action. But y'all ain't looking at these coaches? That's what y'all are doing? That's what we doing? Y'all some suckers. That's what y'all is. Y'all some suckers. Jordy, I, go, I always go with the minority. Because I'm really I'm, I'm ready for the fight. Y'all just bitch. That's all what That's up it? man? I know I had to jump in when you start going at the coaches. So let me help. Let me let me help. We're gonna do this tag team. Tag team style. What you got, fam? Uh oh. You uh you froze, bro. Give me back when you when you're in a uh, a good reception. So for the last time, for the last time, don't come at me saying that I'm making excuses or I'm caping for asking because i black your eye, not really black your eye, like not really punch you, but I'm a black your eye with these words. You know what I'm saying? If you say you speaking the truth and you got data, I got data too. So what we doing? We just had a stalemate. Had a dude come on my joint. You missed the mark on this. No, I just went over your head. It ain't about missing a mark. It's about maybe you need to catch the hell up with what I'm saying. Stop coming here with your preconceived notion of what to combat and realize what I'm saying. The boy, when he got drafted, knew he wasn't going to last in Chocolate City, bro. He knew. He knew. But y'all ain't got... We don't, read, we don't read the signs. We don't read the signs, yo. That's what be pissing me off. And y'all be wanting Petty Hawk to come out where you got Petty Hawk. You wanted Petty Hawk? This what you got. This what you got. And don't cop no please that Petty Hawk going not appear now. Don't get my bag. Hell no. F your apology. Petty Hawk don't care about your apology. Stand on what you said. I respect it. I don't feel no type of way got Why you apologizing? I don't feel no type of way. It don't hurt my feelings. You're just going to get this work, man. You're going to get this work. Everybody's culpable. Okay? So when somebody is a bust, it is, it's just not the fucking player. I told y'all this two years ago. When we screamed that somebody is a bust, well, what are we doing with the coaches in the organization? What did they do to develop this talent? How do they just give up on somebody quick? Yeah, we know it's a new coach. And when a new coach comes, they want their own talent. Well, are they really a bust then? Because if the new coach wanted his own talent and they didn't draft the kid and they didn't want the kid, are they really a bust? Think about that, bro. Think about that. If somebody really ain't want you, are you really a failure? People say, "Well, you just need to work. just because you don't accomplish things in life, don't mean you ain't bust your ass, you ain't work hard." The universe don't make mistakes; it just will not meant for you. I didn't make it to the league; it will not meant for me to make it to the league. I would have been, but I would have self destructed if I would have stayed in the NFL. That's what the universe told me. I would have told y'all, "F all y'all," and went about my merry way and burned in hell. That's what I came up with. It will not about me not working hard, not playing hard. You can't control everything. So when you people be sitting back, oh, he didn't want it bad enough. What? Shut up. You don't know that, like you don't know. You don't, we don't know, bro. I don't never come on my mouth and say somebody ain't want it hard. I don't never come to the next generation and say they this, they, that, that. Cause I be sitting back looking like y'all old motherfuckers is bitter, bro. Hug yourself, love yourself, Kiss your, kiss yourself, do something. Hey, bro, when people say Dwayne Haskins is immature, how many dudes mature at 23 getting millions? We all do immature shit. So, yes, that's easy. When people say so, what? Bet. He do immature stuff. What we doing to help? What we doing in our age when we do immature shit? Huh? We'll kick a dog-wise down, but what we doing to invest in the, in the next generation? What we doing? That's what I'm saying. What up, Chris? That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we doing? We so quick to just go out and be like, I had you fail. God damn it, what you doing? If I would have, shut up. If you were, you, what you would have did. Everybody be screaming like they're the maturest human being in the world. You ain't never had no guidance, ain't never had no true mentorship, and they expect you to just mature just because you got millions of dollars. Money will reveal you, bro. It's going to reveal the true you. If you ain't got a, a great support team, you're going to burn. I told y'all this yesterday. When I reflect on my own life, I would have burned. Let me would have made the Chiefs in 2002 after being the prize card in 2001. I would have blew that money quick. Y'all would have called me immature. Because I would have, I would have, what? I would have came to the crib and put a middle finger up to a lot of y'all straight like that. I wanted to do that when I was in the AFL where y'all said I was playing semi pro and what's the AFL? Oh, I ain't forgot. I could have still told y'all my contract and stuck a middle finger up to y'all. That would have been immature, right? Y'all would have deserved it, but that would have been immature. Take the high road, turn the other cheek. We got to stop this, man. We got to stop this. This, These big conglomerates be out here having y'all buck dancing and and kissing shoes, and y'all be taking their cue. Booker McFarland jumping over there. He going to talk about Jamarcus Russell, but he ain't talk about Ryan Lee. He ain't talk about the Tim Couches of the world. He ain't talk about any quarterback drafted in the first round. He ain't go in on them. He ain't going in, even on Baker Mayfield had more commercials than wins and touchdowns. And you saw how the support system came. And and you see what, and I told y'all, this is what they did to Baker Mayfield, which was smart. This is what they did for Josh Allen, which was smart. This is what the Seahawks did for Russell Wilson, which was smart. You see my theme here, this is what they did for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, which was smart. Look at how the organization and the coaches invested in the talent that they wanted that's what it comes down to Booker book McFarlane got real emotional and that's fine i appreciate him speaking his truth i'm not demonizing speaking his truth right a dude that made millions of dollars in the nfl on a big platform, but at the same time, we still have responsibility. At the same time, I would love for a Randy Mosson with a stepped out, black, hold on, dog. It just ain't the Jamarcus Russell or Dwayne Haskins. We gotta even it out. Why why you why as African American guys in the media we go so hard on our own? Like we terrible. Why do we go hard on them and meaning kicking them versus giving them the jewels and speaking to them like we empathize and saying, hey. This is what it is. This is the main struggle. Even our struggle. I didn't have the visibility that he did, but I did have X, Y, and Z around me. A guy like Tony Dungy breaks it down a lot of times. But people don't want to hear him. They'd rather listen to a Boogerman falling because they be like, aha, see, you got one of your own kicking your ass. That's what you get. <laughs> That's what they do. I'm telling you. That's what they do, bro. Again, I'm not making excuses for this young man, but look how quick. The dude, 24 years old, and we already saying that his career is done. So what are we saying to the other 23-year-old who's an undrafted free agent and his career is done? Are we asking, damn, what are we going to do out the football now? Are we laughing at him because he was on the high horse? Do you truly understand the business of sports? Boogerman Fallen said something that was real that went on people's head. This ain't a game. It's a business. And it starts in high school. They don't want to tell you that. When you go to college, you don't go to, look, keep it 100 for y'all. When you go to college, you pick the best college that fits what you want to do. Basically, your skill set and your sport. Why everybody thinking you going there because of the institution and everybody will give you that feedback, that's a bunch of BS. You go because of the program and what that program can do for your athletic prowess. The the academics is just icing. I ain't saying the majority. I mean, the majority's doing that. You got your outliers, you got your minority few that go for the institution because they real and be like, everybody can't make it to the league. I'm going to take advantage of the scholarship, give me a free education at this institution. You have players like that. Everybody can't be Roe that went to Florida State. Everybody can't be him. But the business starts in high school. Your head coach in high school is using you. You got to use him. That's why, yes, even you, like, so when you got young athletes these days, And parents say, high school coach ain't doing nothing for my kid. They don't realize the power in the brand that they have in their household. Soon as your player, your kid, plays a sport and starts to flourish and has highlights, you are now a brand. You have social media. You can engage with recruiters yourself. You can engage with scouts yourself, just like that coach can. Stop limiting your blessing on another human being. PrePostGame.com. Go holler at Robert T. Green and what he's doing. They hate him because he's giving people the truth. The truth. Not no damn agent. I got an agent myself. My agent is my homeboy I went to high school with. And he'll tell you, I don't limit what I do and expect him to get things done for me. He's a resource that'll help me with things I don't know. But I'm my own brand. I'm not going to sit back and let somebody dictate where my brand go. Just like as a player, you can't sit back and let somebody else dictate where your brand go. So starting in high school, welcome to the business of sports. It's not a game. It's not a game. Like, if you hurt and you know you can't play at 100%, you got to make a business decision. Everybody's saying you got to be tough, don't listen to that. Everybody be sitting out there, man, you got to tough it out. My college QB teammate, Coach Haskins in high school. You know why Snyder drafted Haskins? A relationship. It won't because he was good. He knew somebody that, that knew him and they were good friends. But people keep ignoring that. <laughs> Yo, how do we ignore that though? It's right there in your face. That's showing you he shouldn't even got drafted. Like Tim Tebow in Denver, he shouldn't have went to Denver that high. He, he shouldn't have. We all knew that Tim Tebow shouldn't have been a first round pick. I ain't I ain't looking at Tim Tebow like he a bust. Like he shouldn't even got drafted that high. Hello. You telling me when they draft the hats and they won't think about ticket sales and merch? Merch? Where he come from? Oh, okay. It's COVID. Well, shoot, we can't use fans. We just had to do a settlement. Oh, my bad. The organization just had to do a settlement. But y'all don't want to talk about that, huh? Hello. Are we still? Are we still here? Oh, okay. But hey, the old banana in the tailpipe is, it's his fault. Is he culpable? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not absolving him for looking bad on the football field at all. Does it warrant him getting cut? What he did off the field allowed them to cut him and stand on it and not be questioned. So he helped them make it easy. We always say, don't allow them to make it easy to get rid of your ass. He made it easy. For folks who really up here with a straight face saying, how can you go out to the club after you took an L? Mother Boy, don't get me cursing again. Do you not? Dog, we don't stay in the house after a loss? What? Nobody stay in the house after losing no football game? So for y'all who use that in y'all narrative, it's cause he went out after a loss at the club, which majority of the club consists of losers. Whether you had a bad day at work, a bad week, you got an argument with somebody, there's a lot of L's throwing ones. Who you think the strippers attack? The people going through stuff. The people that's happy ain't going to the strip club. The people who just lost and miserable going to the strip what? Come on, man. But my bad. But my bad. My bad. It just—I just make too much sense, right? I'm not—I'm not—I'm not not falling in line with the nerd of the kick a dog white down. My my bad. You should stay in the house after you lose, right? You should sulk after you lose a football game, basketball game, baseball game. Right? Because sulking is going to make it better. Just like you ain't going to go in tomorrow and watch film with your coaches. You can't have no downtime when you lose. But when you win, you can. It's a game. Everybody got the same 24 hours. And just because you up 24 hours don't mean you working 24 hours. So y'all really ran with that weak-ass narrative. Oh, look at that. He loves and he's out. He don't have a mask on. No, he ain't got a mask on. He should have had a mask on. He should have had a damn NDA. Don't take no damn pictures, Jack. You got the money. You got a Bentley. I know you got enough money to, to, to print out some pieces of paper. That says you can't do XYZ. I said that from the jump. But, like, I, I ain't gonna never back down off this. Y'all talk about masks, but y'all still going raw diggler right now. But that don't fit the narrative. My fault. I ain't apologize. I'm just saying my fault. It's sarcastic of saying you look dumb. Just like he looked dumb, right? To y'all. How can you blow this, this great opportunity? Oh, my God. He's so dumb. He got cut. I want to see if Washington going to go after his money. Because as a right, that's, look, look, look. Check this out, fam. Check, check this out. Ooh, I got a hot take for you. Do, 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 Petty Hulk really woke up. Is he really dumb for getting the hell out of Washington right now? Where he going to get that $14 million that they still had to pay him if he was to stay two more years? Think about that. They got to go after that money, and they got to win to get it. But until then, he looking smart (laughs) in a way. Don't get me wrong. I got cut more than once, and that ain't fun. But if somebody cut me and said, we still got to give you your money, and I got to go to the last week of practice, because ain't no guarantee Washington going to the playoffs. Robert T. said he violated the clause. Let's see if, you know, Washington go out to the money. They probably win. But, hell, they just had to settle out of court. So, we'll see. I don't, I don't really want to say they're going to win because it just messed up my narrative. I want to have some fun. So, I really don't want to say they're going to win. But I don't go against what Rob said because he know the business. My dog, Jarrell, said he 22-23. Dog, ain't no, look. People don't realize that Tupac was just what 25 when he died? Or Biggie Small was 25 or less when he died. They get hit with the dead cap. Yep. I mean, why you cutting him? He's still on the, he's still on the books. <laughs> so while everybody's saying good riddance, he's still on the books. Just like when y'all was so happy that Tony Romo had to leave, and he was still on the books for all the folks who hated Tony Romo that were Cowboy fans. He was still on the books. And a lot of players get cut week 17. Absolutely. Hey, yo, the days of a first-round pick being safe ain't true no more. Like, first round, second round, anybody can get it now. Back when I was playing, if you was a first through third-round pick, you were damn near guaranteed 3 years before they thought about cutting you. Now, oh they will cut you quick fast in a damn hurry after one. You know what I'm saying? From the jump, I said that boy want to start, but I hawk you make excuses for him. From the jump, I said he was not a first round quarterback. Hawk, you make excuses for him. I'm an analyst. If I analyze what I saw from the game and I pick up on when he did well and why, and I wonder why they didn't stick with that game plan because he's limited, how am I making excuses, right? If I'm reviewing the game and you telling me he trash, and I say, well, the OC should be culpable for him looking like trash because if you look at these drives, I couldn't then stick with that. Because if you look at the rest of the game, they went away from what really worked. And when they, were, and when they did go, to, go back to what was successful, he was still successful. So if I'm pointing those things out, and I'm saying he's already limited, how is somebody making an excuse? That's all I need to know, bro. That's all I'm trying to find out. But it seems like the only time people listen to me, really, is when I say I start cursing, not being petty. It's amazing, dog. And I, and I said this yesterday. Shout out to the Godcast. I was a, I was a guest on their show. Um, y'all see it on YouTube soon. I said it. It's amazing how folks will poo-poo on what you're saying, and it could be all truth, right? Hey, cousin. But as soon as you start using profane language, you'll get a lot of people's attention. And and I'm sticking by it. As soon as somebody started using profanity, it, when I started cursing a few minutes ago, this joint went up from 20 people to 45 people just like that. But if I'm te- if I'm if I'm speaking, you know, very PG and giving you facts, this joint will drop down to like 15. That's all I'm saying, man. So it's always easy for us to blame the athlete when we talk about bust, and a lot of these subjects I've covered in the past, but I always had to refresh folks because they weren't around when I made these comments, and they maybe just started following me, and they may have just became a fan, and I appreciate them. I've said this from the jump. I personally don't believe in bust because expectations follow when a team reaches and feel like they got to get a player. So now the expectation is there, but then the organization fails to truly invest in that property, which is the player. Now, if you truly invest and they put everything around said player and it doesn't work out, I ain't going to say he a bust, it just didn't work out. He's a bust considering where he got drafted. But I'm not going to demonize him as insane. Well, if you come in overweight and stuff, that's on you. I'm going to say that. If you come in overweight or you do some stuff off the field repeatedly, then you need to get checked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's when I go to mental health. I still just don't dismiss people. I believe in the universe, so I just don't dismiss folks. Like, something going on. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the good side of me. Like That just ain't me just to brush somebody away. So that's why people get mad at me because I just won't conform to just saying F them. You know what I'm saying? But anytime you've seen an organization, man, truly invest in their property, it usually works out. You know what I'm saying? As much as folks call Mark Sanchez butt fumble, they ended up putting him in this little cocoon to where he couldn't repeatedly lose the game for them. And they got out of him all that they could for those four or five years, how I many other years he was with the Jets. And they always was right on the cusp, at least getting to the Super Bowl, and they was competitive. So they made sure they got some return on that investment. You know what I'm saying? like I said before when they started him that week and he didn't have any reps. So yeah, and Bean has been saying this and people has have been ignoring this. When they started Haskins and he wasn't even prepared. Meaning he didn't even get any reps, but they started him. Was that not a red flag? You know what I'm saying? That to me is like, yo, are you really trying to self That's how you know or that's how organizations know. That they have a strong PR team in which we can make sure they they can't blame us, they gotta blame him. It was no different. Let me let me take you back because even players do it. It's no different than when Don McNabb and TO, right? In Philly. Remember when TO was holding out, wanting more money, started doing sit-ups, and you had Donovan saying to the folks he don't speak on contracts or whatever, whatever. And since Donovan spoke up and he was the quarterback, T.O. was doing T.O., and they were demonizing T.O. But when you got down to the nitty-gritty and you pay attention to the timelines and things that took place, you realize that Donovan was lying because Donovan spoke on Westbrook's behalf, and you realize the half of the locker room was riding with T.O. over Donovan because people always say T.O. is not a leader. He not this. But he had half the locker room riding with him. But nobody ever jumped out and say T.O. was a leader. Think about that, bro. When T.O. was in Dallas and he tried to tell y'all about the little three dudes who was colluding. And they got him up out of there. And years later, you realize those three dudes was colluding. Nobody wanted to go back to T.O. and be like, my fault. I mean, just think about things, bro. Think about how a polarizing figure is always easy to just kick down, even when they telling you truth in defense, and we don't go and give the other party the same energy. I'm just, that's all I'm saying, bro. Sometimes you got to take a step back If you're having too much fun kicking the dog while he's down, you might want to chill out and look. Like, why is this so fun? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I could go to so many sports. I could go to boxing with Floyd Mayweather. They talk about he ducking and dodging fighters and this and this and that. And you could go look at the timeline of Floyd calling out these fighters. And these fighters not wanting to fight him. And you go to the Brian Kenny interview, when he thought he was ducking uh, Shane Mosley, uh, Zab Judah, all these people, Brian Kenny killing them, killing them. And Floyd was like, and then he was like, why are you coming back to fight Marquez? He's he's this, he's that. But Pacquiao was fighting Marquez. But they wanted Floyd to fight Pacquiao. But if Marquez was too small, I mean, Pacquiao should have been small because Those dudes were the same. But, you know, but it was easy to say, yeah, Floyd Duckett and dodging. I'm just trying to peep game. Trying to peep game to y'all. Oh, the most recent one, Deontay Wilder, when he lost to Tyson Fury. For years, for years, a lot of us have said Deontay is a power guy. So when a dude finally negate his power and he lose, now everybody named mama said, I told you he was trash. Everybody said all he had was power. He started boxing at 19. He had to fight. He wanted to make money for his daughter. He had power. He won't fight nobody. But we were still happy. It was African-American heavyweight. That was a champ. You had Tyson Fury, who was an anomaly, 6'9", that could box. So when Tyson Fury beat him, Now everybody and their mama say, I told you so. And I'm sitting back like, really? What you tell us? (laughs) Adam just said another thing. Carmelo Anthony was another one. The media told y'all he was watched. The media told y'all he wouldn't do this, he wouldn't do that. They took his OKC uh, presser when he said, you know, coming off the bench. And they didn't tell him because they never had a conversation with him that he was coming off the bench and he said, who me? Cause he was surprised. Like what? They never said it to me being transparent. But everybody took that as aha. mellow will never come off the bench. Mellow will never defer. I'm just telling y'all bro, this platform that I'm on, it is powerful. You got a responsibility. That's why sometimes man, I got to let y'all know when I'm joking because I can say something and I can keep saying it and they can subconsciously become a fact unless I say, yo, I'm just joking and it didn't really happen because some folks are not going to go research. They're going to trust me and my word and say, I trust them. So if ESPN come out and say, report, say this, it's millions of folks who trust them and follow them. So you know it's a lot of influence. So if it's rumblings around that, A young athlete didn't do this, and ESPN reported it. Unless they retract and apologize, we're gonna always say it's the truth. Am I right, or am I right? That's all we saying, bro. So, young athletes, let me, let me, let me get the hell up off this thing because I didn't gave. This is another podcast is going to probably be over a damn hour that I gave y'all. Uh, oh, this is only 30 minutes. Okay. Yo, check this out. Sports is not a game anymore. Okay? Be transparent and honest with y'all. It's not a game. Even in high school, it's not a game. Sports is a true vehicle. You can make it a Pinto. You can make it a Honda. You can make it a hybrid. You can make it luxury. You can make it a muscle, shoot. You can make it a damn jet. But at the end of the day, sports is a vehicle. It's a business. You are part of a brand now. You. Brand me. That's the name of your brand. Brand me. And who's a part of your team? Absolutely your parents and your family or your mentors, your coaches, right? That's a part of your brand. And you control how that brand operates from the jump. Your play on the field is the most important pitch that you have. But with that being said, that brand don't never stop. How you walk down the street is a part of your brand. How you chill with your homies is a part of your brand. What restaurants and establishment you go to is a part of your brand. How you tweet what photos you put up is a part of your brand who you got on your arm whether you male or female whoever you date is a part of your brand how you talk is a part of your brand if you go norm Shan or if you can articulate yourself is a part of your brand so once you go from high school and you start getting interest from these bigger I was going to call them institutions, but these bigger companies, because colleges are companies. Now you got to look at these colleges and start saying to yourself, what do you, what's your destination of your brand? And are you being truthful with yourself? Right? So first of all, you could be a kid like I was. All I saw was football. Or you might just see basketball, baseball, wrestling, track, whatever sports you you play. So if that's your mindset, you pick the university that fits your destination. Right? So you look at the coach, you look at the scheme they run, and you listen to what they're telling you. They got to feed that ego because we all got an ego. Your diva ego. Now. That's your destination to being a pro in your sport? Well, you pick the university based off the sport. I'm being real with you. They don't want me to tell you this part because it's supposed to be about being the student first. Some people are just athlete athletes. Ain't no damn student. They just do enough as a student to remain an athlete. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is live, cut off or people start leaving because I'm I'm, I'm giving you too much truth that they don't want the youngins to hear. But I'm giving you both ends of the spectrum. So if you want to be a part of the conveyor belt and you choose to be a part of the conveyor belt, then you got to pick the institution that keep your belt moving forward at the same speed or increases that speed. You can't pick the institution that slows down the conveyor belt. You can't. Go read $40 million Slave. You understand what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. You got to start feeding your mind, bro. Feed your mind. Read some books. You know what I'm saying? Read about past past pros and stuff. Read about everything. Now, back to what I was saying. You pick the institution that fits that conveyor belt, and then when you go to that school, it, it ramps up even more. You ain't normal. You can't do what other people do. First thing you gotta get in your mind, you ain't normal. You are on a pedestal. Yes, you are. You are spoiled now. Yes, you are. It's still the brand. You gotta protect your brand. You feel me? So I'm gonna just stop there with that one. If you wanna be a, a kid that's that if you're a kid that's iffy, right. And you being real with yourself, your support system is telling you, bro, football don't last for so long, basketball don't last for so long, baseball don't last for so long. Now, I watch a lot of people probably tune in now because this is the talk that they really want to have. Everybody can't make it right, so you got real mentorship around you, and you're not limiting yourself to the game, which everybody should have that approach, but that ain't always the truth. So, you're more than just your sport, right? So, you still carry yourself like the athlete athlete did. As far as the mentorship, the brand, the support system, who you got in your arm, all that applies. It's like going from, you know, the regular to the to the pro to the exclusive. We we, you know, you got some things that stay the same and you got things that get added. So this would get added when you are a student athlete, when you being real with yourself and you're not limiting yourself to just the sport. Cuz when the sport don't hold dominion over you, you' gonna be so much more successful, bro. Listen what I'm saying. When the sport does not hold dominion over you, dominion means power. When it, it doesn't, it's like being a crackhead. The crack has dominion over the human. That's why they fiend for it, and they always, they always chase that first experience. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like winning a championship. That's why people, once they win a championship, they taste it because they want that feeling, that euphoria. So that's why we fall in love with a sport. We love the euphoria of everybody saying, oh, you this and you that. You know what I'm saying? So when a sport doesn't have dominion over you, what does that that mean, ball hawk? I'm about to tell you. It don't consume your life. You start to branch out. You start to use those smarts it take to dominate your game, to be a student of the game. But you start understanding what your culture really is, what your upbringing really means, right? You start to open your eyes and see what's really going on in this world, how you can make a difference, how you can be your own boss, whether entrepreneurship, you know what I'm saying, venturing out, stocks, real estate how your money can work for you. How you can start to affect the next generation, even at your young age, the influence that you have. Because look, they don't want to tell you this, your sports influence is so powerful that even when you step outside the game, they still pay attention to you. Hear what I just said. When the game stops and you ain't even in uniform, you still got influence. That's why they don't want athletes talking politics. Because you're one of the most powerful people in the world from just playing the game. And they hate it. They hate it. These people go to school. They major in things. They intern. They work from the mud up just to get the same influence you got from running and jumping. They hate it. They envy it. They can't stand it. How dare you listen to somebody who's just running and jump. That's all they do is just run and jump. And the people who say you just run and jump don't even understand that you put in just as much work in your craft, beating your body up, being physically and mentally drained than they are just being mentally drained and they feel. Because they demonize, because it's the envy, man. It's no different than when I call a book smart person a nerd. They envy it. It's just envy. You wish you had that superpower where you could just look at a book and just sit there for an hour and read and retain the information. Same as you do with your playbook. You could sit there for an hour and you could tell me every illustration of every play. Just think about that, athletes. You could look at a playbook, which is like 500 pages of pictures, abbreviations, footnotes, counters to the play. Hypotheticals, you got, a, you got a route in bold, you got a route with dotted lines going this way, a route and dotted lines going that way off of one play. And you gotta know when to run that route based off the coverage. And you memorize that. But people swear to me down, you dumb. Think about that, bro. In basketball, you know how to read the pick and roll while you're dribbling a basketball with your head up. You can literally dribble a ball looking at somebody, put it behind your back, know where to put your hand to receive the basketball, but you dumb. You can take a bat and hit a ball that's coming at 80 miles an hour with movement, but you dumb. You can run in a field and catch a little white ball hundreds of miles in the air, but you dumb. You can run, count one, two, three, four, five, and then jump in hurdles while running full speed. But you're dumb. Think about that, bro. Shut up and dribble, though. They don't realize how bright athletes are, man. I'm only speaking on what I've been a part of. I'm not saying athletes are the smartest people in the world. Because you're going to have somebody that's going to come in here and be like, oh, you're trying to say athletes smart. No, I'm speaking up for the athletes, saying, yo, we bright. It's just What do you turn your attention to? If you could do all that, then you can do that. That's all I'm saying. It's there in your face. I was going to curse, but I already got your attention. That's all I'm saying. So while y'all young athletes out here be busting your ass on this field, learn the playbook, learn the playbook of life too. Because this shit don't last long. Bro, I played 10 years in the arena. I got, I was done at, I, Retired at 33 years old. Did life stop at 33? Bills are still coming in. You got stuff in the bank that don't last unless you got some else coming in. What you gonna do with this playbook of life now? So what you make it to the NFL, NBA, MLB? Yeah, you can sign a hundred million dollar contract. You ain't heard of guys losing hundred million dollars? They they be because they trusting other folks when. You got people like Robert T. Green who could teach you the game and give you the tools to walk on your own? Think about this. Do you have somebody teaching you the game, but teach you just enough so they around? Or do you got somebody teaching you the game like Jesus did? I don't want to get too biblical. But the book of Acts, when the disciples realized they could perform miracles because they learned under the man. I'm going to give you the game so when I leave, you still got it. You got people who give the game just so they still need it. I'm going to give you the game so you got it because I can't be around you and I don't want to be around you 24-7. So when I talk to young, young athletes, when I go to colleges, high schools, this is the type of talk I give them. Yeah, you want to be a pro and then what? And then what? Huh? Then what? Piece of paper. This is about. This is about. As, this is like your football career. You still got all this. What you gonna do with all that? That's all I'm saying. Ain't no limits, bruh. You more than an athlete. Haskins get that money when they cut him. I hope you got somebody around like yo, my man. You got that bread. I know you are still chasing this dream, but yo, we need to make sure you're taking care of her, cause they already then tapped into your assassinated your character. I'm just saying, bro. Just saying, man. It's real out here. Do you know when you when you say you want to be an athlete, how dangerous that is? This is a dangerous life. Because this shit is cutthroat. Being an athlete is cutthroat. Shit ain't fair. And so what? Only fair that it's got pigs and goddamn cotton candy. And balloons.
0: What's up, man? What up, what up, bro? I'm enjoying this, man. Tell right. right. man. You took the mask off and got real with it. I like that, man. I like that. I like that. You hit a nerve, would be real. You heard a nerve with me, man, about the game of life, and I'm gonna give you the prime example. It, it don't got nothing to do with sports, Okay, but you know, we both ball or whatever. So I'm a DJ slash actor and all that. When I first got in the DJ game, this old white guy, I used to work, I used to do security at a country bar, and you know, I was like, oh, yeah. I want to DJ. They would never let me DJ, but I would sit behind, I would sit behind this this, this old white dude named Bobby Laredo. He's on my Facebook page. He would take the time to teach me the game of life as far as this is what you're supposed to do. This is, you know, this is how you say it. You know, all of that. He schooled me to the game. He's an older guy. He's DJing yeah. now. But that little tidbit of information on, on the book of life as far as, you know, branding myself, how to approach people for business is going a long way. Because right now, there's a lot of DJs not even working. And I'm working yeah. constantly. You know what I'm saying. Without him and his tutelage, you know how to approach different people. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. When I first started, I had one, I had one, uh, one avenue, and I ain't gonna lie. That's the African American community. You know what I'm saying. But he taught mm-hmm. me. He said, "Hey, if you want to approach, you know, Caucasian, Puerto Rican, you know, just elevate yourself." This is the way you go about your business. This is the way you carry yourself. This is the way you pronunciate. This is the way you talk to people. You know, you got to talk to people different ways to get in a different avenue of business. Like you were saying, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't going to take you up uh, all day, man. You just had a nerve when you said the game, uh, the book of life, whether it be sports, your brand, brand brandship, whatever, you know, whatever you're doing in life after the sports stops. You know, so... But I do got one question. You know you know me. Go ahead. So I don't know. I'm Go kind ahead. of late uh, timing in. So the Dwayne Haskins thing, is it bad that Riverboat Ron Rivera is a player's coach, and you know what a player's coach is, you can F up, you can do this, you can do that wrong, as long as you bust your behind on the field. The, a player's coach will understand mm-hmm. and give you a multitude of shots until
1: you just hang yourself. Am I right? to so point I mean for the most yeah. part if you if but but a player's coach you still got to be a guy you got you got to perform if you
0: performing on the field what you do Not, off the field
1: no 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 i ain't
0: even said, like they they got to see something exactly so whoever whose decision wasn't to cut i know it was probably upper management do you think ron rivera had a say in that or what they said they said huh. really that's bad man they said that's bad. Because I mean, they hand what did they handed over? The, the captain patch. The number, you know, he's number one draft. They handed the keys to the they handed the keys to this brother. For no
1: reason. Huh? He shouldn't have got the keys. So you say he needed to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's thank you. See, you got me tapped into the channel yeah. I yeah. wanted to go to. Because everybody say punk ass quarterback so important that you just yeah, give him the early. He ain't had yeah. to earn it. One last thing
0: there. Do you, now, they drafted him, the kid from the D.C. area. To me, I, I'm not, unless it's a sure shot, I'm not drafting a kid number one back at the hometown of fear of what just happened. The pressure, you going home, you got your compadres, you got your boys you don't ran the street with.
1: Your mind out on football. Thank you, sir. So, that hey, look. That's see, pressing. These are... Now, now, this is the information that nobody want to discuss. Because what does that say about the organization? Lack of due diligence. Because how don't you see? How do you not identify that he isn't mature enough to handle this circumstance that you just described? Nobody's talking yeah. about that. Because it's going to be... We're absolving Haskins for acting this way. Haskins is just acting like yeah. him. So how don't you see... That he would crash and burn if you gave him all of this, you draft, overdrafted him, you you made him you know he's at the crib, he's a starter now, and you give him the seed. yeah, that that's too much too
0: soon, bro. Yeah, that that's way yeah yeah.
1: But so when he so when he crash and burn, we like oh see he couldn't yeah. even do it. You a parent and you looking at your child and you say to your wife or your husband, yo. We're going to leave him home by himself. I know his little ass can't cook. I know her little <laughs> ass can't cook, but we're going to keep sure. And then you come home, and she's star- he or she's starving, and you got mad talking about your ass on punishment. How you not know how to fix a sandwich? You knew that before you yeah. left the house. True, true. But you think because it's life or death, they're going to change? Hell no. Nah, they're going to revert to what yeah. they know. So uh the caveat off of that, so was it that bad? Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So Lorenzo just did something that people do. He said, Chase is from the D.C. area. That is not an excuse to me. Chase is not Dwayne. They're yeah, the individuals, Patrick. man. I'm on my fucking nerves when they do that. Okay? Chase and Dwayne don't act the same. I don't act like James. So you can't demonize James for something that I did. We're two... Different people. So stop doing that old narrow ass minded stuff that they always do to Yeah, you can't do that, man. Mm -mm. Nah, you can't do that. You can't do that at all. You didn't see Ohio State. Look, you have these player interviews, right? Yep. You can get a read on how somebody... Oh, yeah.
0: When you sit down and talk to a mother, you be like... Yeah. Even if they fake it, you can still kind of
1: You know, if so, if he was lazy, they said last year he was lazy, right? Yeah. And Ron knew that from management that he lazy and immature. Why was he given the captain on his chest? What changed? You know what? Don't you prove to me? You gotta prove it. You don't get. You don't just give it out, bro.
0: You don't just give it out. That's all. But that—that was my question. So. I think so bad. It's, 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 it's bad that the Washington Washington team just took an L. I was telling my man last night, you like when somebody, oh, when you sign a contract, at least they'll keep you till the contract expires and try to get the work out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for them to cut, just, hey, we done with you, dog. Take your means. We don't want nothing else to do with you. That's bad, bro. You know what that means? Uh,
1: you know what, what that really means? Room. You broke up, say again. The locker room. You think he? do you think you divided the locker room too? What? That's how you know that the OGs ain't ain't get down with the when the vet if the vets speak up and be like, yo, he just gotta go. It's just too many yeah. distractions. Which agree yeah. with that? His name Fran, was becoming too much of a distraction versus what he was putting on the field. If your play outweighs the distraction meter, you always wait, stick around.
0: Wait, wait.
1: Okay, wait a minute.
0: Good point. So Booger McFarlane, I don't know if you saw the post. And guys You saw it? It's gaining momentum. Mm-hmm. I'm on Booger's side. A lot of people are saying, you know, Booger McFalling wrong for what he said. He where's the lot? Just like Juju Schuster and a bunch of other players, whether it be African American, white or whatever, he's talking about some of these African American players. If you have a, a social media following a brand, we get that.
1: But you still got to perform on the field, bro? Whoa, whoa, you still, whoa, whoa, you whoa. still got to perform. That's right. Okay, so that's right. But what Booger went wrong in saying was this. If it's business, then you just can't dismiss TikTok and Instagram because that's a part true. of business. Yeah, but but
0: wait a minute. Okay, so for instance, okay, Juju Schuster. There's a stat that I haven't looked up. I guess it's true. You probably know Juju smith Schuster. 100 yards. Huh? He hasn't had exactly. 100 yards since AB. But you dancing on the 50 yard line. We
1: get that. We get that. Let ask right, question. Go ahead, go ahead. And let me ask you a question. Let's that, right? But what, how many yards a game does it take the average for you to get 1,000 yards in a season?
0: About what? 10, ten to ca- six, six, catch. Ten. 10 catches a game? Um, ten, catches, 10 catches a game at 100 a, a yards? You get
1: no, 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 no. It takes 6 yards a game. You break a thousand yards. Oh, my bad. Mathematician. Okay. So, 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 no. Because I use that. I make, you know, I have fun and I say, you know, since he left, Juju ain't had over 100 yards. But just say if Juju was still reaching a thousand yards every year. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. But that's the thing. That's the thing about what what, what I I felt with. hold Hold on. But hold on. But hold on. Hold on, let me cut you off because you said no. But you see how we don't bring things to light when it's a positive? Shouldn't we still bring it to light? Like, yo, I know you've been successful, but you still got to think about this. Yeah. We have to kick a dog when he down.
0: I, yeah, I I get what you're saying, bro. I get what you're saying. McFarland was, was, was spot on, if you ask me. Because... Yeah, he
1: was spot on. But he wasn't spot on in who he pulled in to use that. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, bad yeah, bad example.
1: He had bad example. Because he followed the cliche. So now he can be used. McFarlane is going to be used as a weapon towards his own that played his game, that he was trying to educate.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, the, the, uncle, the Uncle T word, the Uncle T phrase was used was
1: a uncle, lot. I uncle said, uncle damn. T- that I don't use. But what he had to do was just, and his delivery, Came off as an attack. Yeah. He should have just said, "Oh, look, young guy. Man, Instagram and TikTok is a part of business. And you absolutely, <laughs> you got a duck." Hey, sit down. Got a new dog, man. He trying to break through the door. I know, but, but what I like for Booger in hindsight is 2020, yeah. right? And his passion is his yeah. passion. I just wish else was on the panel to rebuttal and say, "Yeah, Booger, you make great points, but." We just can't say it's because of TikTok and because of Instagram that so and so changed. They are, these young guys actually are ahead of the curve. Do you know how much m- money you can make off your following? Oh. Like you could be trash can, but if you got a million followers, they still go. Oh, I get
0: that hard. But the, what, okay, what I got from it though is Booker was saying you're off the the, the energy versus your production. For social media is not matching. So you can't really get upset or like people can't really get upset when you get released. If you if you got a million followers, you dancing on the sideline and this and that, but you going 10 for 10 for 35 as a quarterback, your production is off, bro. You instead of being on TikTok, I get it. So, you need to study the playbook. So what should I say about Boogerman falling then
1: since he was bad as an analyst? On Monday
0: Night Football. Oh, oh, Should
1: I oh, tell him? That's my man. He, he's, part, he's part of the D-Line wait, Brotherhood wait, now. Wait. 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 This I'm I'm playing the mirror okay. game. If I don't think Booger was good at his job on Monday night, and that's why he not on Monday night, then can I challenge how he talk on social media and what he does in his life? Yeah. And that's why he won I mean, Would that be right? No. Hold on. That wouldn't be right of me. That's all I'm saying, because I could say, I could go on Twitter right now, right? I guarantee you, and I'm not going to do it. I could go on Twitter and say, at Booger, whatever his name is, dog, you got some nerve. You was trash on your little uh, tight riding dump truck on the sideline, <laughs> and look at how you are on social media. So shouldn't you get on social media, well, too? I have a question is, like, <laughs> You know what he to me, probably? F you, I'm getting paid X, Y, and Z. And he'd be right, cause he's still doing something I'm not doing. But that, do you think Booker McFarlane's that bad? I don't. I don't think he's that bad, bro. He's good in the studio. Okay. He's not good. He's not good. Okay, so the live TV
0: versus rehearsed studio time, we can be an analyst and break the game down.
1: He's good at that because he still has the acumen. He's still been in a a film room. He can break down X's and O's. He's great as an analyst in the studio, like pregame, postgame, that stuff. Sign, I didn't care for him. And, again, I'm not hating on him. He's doing something that I want to ascend to to do. But if I get to that level, I'm going to be better than him because I know what not to do because I didn't care for him. And his firing doesn't offer validity, because there's other people who got jobs on TV that I don't think good, but they still got a job. And I respect them for that. Yeah, I, I can I'm respect that. Still, I, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm never going to come up and say somebody don't need to be on TV. <laughs> Damn it, they there. Mr. You Robinson said he
0: was... They I, they you there. know what? That's my mistake then. Mr. Just said, Mr. Robinson just said he was awful on Monday night. To tell you the truth, I never really noticed
1: him. So, I'm not that. I'm not saying nobody can't say that. Like, people have every right to say, he trash, he this, he that. He great. Like, people love Tony Romo. At first, I didn't care for Tony Romo. Romo good. I thought that, uh, but see, I thought Charles, people saying Romo was the best, and I thought uh, Charles was the best one. I still think Charles is better than Romo. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But Romo is good. But a lot of stuff people be praising Romo about, that's, Football. It's football that shit, knowledge. That's shit that all four players do. We can predetermine a play because if we watch enough film, we're gonna pick up a yeah. tendency. So when people are like, oh my god, Romo just predicted the play, and I was like, That don't impress me. And people are like you a hater. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just telling you, I could give you five guys that I played with that could do what he just did because they picked up on a tendency from film. Like people Chris Weber, I can't stand Chris Weber. I like Chris Weber as a person. I can't stand when he doing that analyst job because he talk too. too yeah, he overtalk
0: life.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, too much, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He ain't like Mark Jackson get in yeah. when he fit in. Did you see uh,
0: Tua' leaves uh, debut for the Lions in Washington? I like
1: what? Like I like a key. No, to no I like a bro. Who, I it know. was like we mess Play
0: it off. I, 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 I hope he improves. He gives us a, uh, an angle like we in a sports bar. It's like Snoop Dogg when he was commentating the fight, commentating the fight. I like yeah. that. But some yeah. of the stuff he said, I'm looking like, bro, you need to kind of, you need to go back to the studio and get it better. I think with time, uh, Twi'le will be a great color
1: color analyst or supporting. No, it's hard, bro. It's yeah. hard. It's hard because. Everybody wants to come in and and, and carve their own yeah. lane. They don't want to be a duplicate. You feel what I'm saying? So to leave, like uh, Rock Marble just said, he was very unconventional. And some of the things he said, we knew, like as a player, we know what he's saying. But the 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 casual fan, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So guys, that it depends on the, the frequency. The frequency he was on, I appreciate it because that's the kind of way of thinking that. People I talk yeah. to talk. I thought he was good. It, ain't, was like, Aikman, it ain't like Joe Buck. But <laughs> it ain't like Joe and Troy. See, Troy Aikman, I tell you who's mastered it that people don't like him no more. Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth has oh, yeah. mastered it so well that he become robotic. Because he has a studio to where he looks at so much film that he may just give you too much. He was like, all right, Chris, yeah. damn. Too, 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 much, too much detail to the point where you're losing it. Save some ammo for later. When you lose. And that's why the Key was was refreshing. Okay. Like, that's why I like Ryan Clark as far as analysts when we come to these shows. Like Ryan Clark is a dude that when I know he on TV, I'm tuning yeah. in. Because he can give you, he can keep it real with the culture. He could he could cross over. You can wait. He can, he can wait. wait yeah, he can go through compromising his true yeah. integrity you know what I'm saying that's why I like Ryan Clark that's why I like to do that's with Marcellus Wiley um I forgot I always forget his name like Ocho whatever his name I forgot his name but but I, I look at everybody man I appreciate everybody for what they bring to the table but I just didn't appreciate Booger he meant well he wasn't saying things that were wrong I just said Lewis Riddick yeah Lewis Riddick is dope too he he should be a GM but Booker McFadden got to realize he jumped out to a point that he has became a bayonet to all the warriors that want to assassinate people oh, in our culture. They're gonna use him. So he, he's the weapon. He's the weapon he now, man. dog man. And because you said it, where's the lie? And that's what they're gonna say. Where's the lie? <laughs> where's he lying? It's like What? Yeah, but, but Haskins, bro. Some heels.
0: What really pissed me off about Haskins, bro, like, you, you, like I said last time in my life, you bust your behind from middle school, whatever ball you came from, to get to the pinnacle, one of the pinnacle points of your life, you just throw it away. Like, mm-hmm. like he was saying, Jamarcus
1: Russell, it happens. Well, come on, dog. Is it, hold on. Is it, is, it, is it thrown away or did you just self-destruct because you wasn't ready as much as you thought you were yeah, ready? Good point. Who did you have you to truly prepare you? You got a good point. So when people say we always say somebody choked, they choked. Or can we be responsible and say, "Damn, the moment was just too big." But now he know, cause you don't lose. You either win or you learn. If you lose, you just quit. That's when you lose. When you don't even try no more, you lost. But if your ass came back, or oh, you learn, or you still learn in. Nobody understood Michael Jordan when he said in order to be successful you gotta first learn how to fail. They are like, what the hell does that yeah. mean?
0: You gotta you gotta take it with grace and and bounce back and be better than you came. So
1: Yeah, I lost. Okay. so when Haskins got cut, he has to come, he has to have a come to Jesus moment. Look yourself in the mirror, and be like, yo, I gotta do this, 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 and this. Or oh, it ain't gonna yeah. work. Regardless of what they're gonna write in the situation, I gotta do this. All right. I I get it. I get it. Last question then. I saw the uh,
0: keyword, "comboclement." Y'all looked that up. Camboclement. I don't know how to spell it. Mm. Last night at quarterback Mm -hmm. for the New England Patriots. Bruh. Cam Newton. I want to support Cam Newton so bad. No, you don't. (laughs) With that arm. Yo, that arm. Did you see when he he threw it in the dirt? Cam is
1: still Cam, bro. Like, hold on. I'm gonna ask you something, bro. Cause you, you, you usually pay attention when I go live. You, know, you my favorite so person. You ain't hear me say. You ain't ever say he got the Markel folks shoulder that nobody wanna talk about. That something's up with that shoulder and that surgery. I didn't, What? What do you mean? Why nobody? Why nobody wanna dive into that, bro? I die, I'll dive into it, man. Look, but that's the problem. You know why? That's a rhetorical. I'm gonna answer that because I'm then I'm making an excuse yeah. for Cam. Okay, that's why.
0: What's still, okay? So wait a minute. You don't do you agree or disagree? It was a bad sign
1: about New England. No, it wasn't a bad sign. He was the best available guy for them. What? What is what? Who else was available for them at the time when they signed Bruh, Cam? I I gotta look at. I'll look that up and
0: I'll go over that. But Cam. Did you see the punishment, the games, you see the punishment won, he took no, last night? You, you see when that safety hit him, bro. That's the same ish that got Cam into the situation he's in now, man. He don't need to take them blows. No, the beginning of the season, bro. Some people just everybody like, flexed, Cam, 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 and now we see everybody seeing what I've been talking about. The brother is either hurt or he need to improve his, his throwing, man. Even announcer so was talking. It's like, yeah, New England's. New England's pass attack is just, uh it's bad. It's, it's, it's a joke. And then on top of that, you taking these hits, and you still trying to heal up.
1: That one safety that hit him. All right. All right. All right check this out. See, you just said you just said something that was great. You just sitting there taking these hits. But if he don't take the hits, wouldn't he be demonized for not? Being a team player? No, he you know, wouldn't be – bro, there, there's, there's a difference now. Whoa, whoa, we're talking about yeah. Cam. We're talking about Cam. There's a difference between –
0: you. I know what you're talking about. There's a difference between, okay, it's, it's second down and nine. You get six yards and the safety annihilates you versus you walking out of bounds a yard short. You got – bro, if Cam is going to continue to play at some kind of level to the point where he's employable – he has to take care of his body. And what he did last night was not taking care of his body. Yeah, he flexed on the safety. The safety walked off with a concussion. Nah, bro. Business. Business decision, bro. Business decision. Even Bill Belichick, my bad. Hold on, hold on. Even Bill Belichick said. We got him for a million dollars. Come on, man. We got him for a million dollars. He said Bill what? Bill Belichick, was, he, how much did he get canned for? We got him for a million dollars. Come on, man.
1: That, but he just answered – but that, that just answers your question. Bro. What? That further lets you know Cam isn't in a position to take a business decision. He can't do a business decision. Bro, I, just, I don't agree with what
0: he did the other night. I, I, I get what you're saying. A business – not being able to make a business decision or being smart and all that. I just think yeah, he – if he didn't have New England sign him, I'd rather Cam sit out a year – Get reevaluated,
1: get healthy, and go to a team that fits him. I mean, okay, that's fine. But, really- but, that, but but if somebody's a competitor, are they gonna sit down? Huh? No, they are They to fight like a dog to get in there. Did Roy Jones sit his ass down when he kept getting knocked out? Did Michael Jordan come to the Wizards? We know why he came back. He came back. Hey, down. Mike, he you can't. You can't bring dude, Mike in. This, this Mike, different man, dude. So bro, it's easy for us to say when we can can hindsight it, but if Cam is having a great year, we be like, oh, he was smart. We hindsight, it. All right. which that's what we that's what we can do in this business. I always tell somebody this is a hindsight hot take. He should have sat his ass down. Hindsight hot take. That shoulder may not be healed, cause he just it don't like his like. It's one thing for me and healthy from doing weightlifting and bands. It's another thing to have functional
0: mm-hmm.
1: health. My hamstring could be fine to where I could lift weights on it, do all my rehab movements, and have no pain. As soon as I try to get to that top gear, it don't feel right. And, and people who can't do injury know what I'm saying. You can do everything the trainer say and have no pain. But as soon as you try to hit that game gear, something You, fight right. something.
0: you might have to fight through it.
1: I, I yeah. did, but I, I'm i actually feeling sorry for the brother. But look, let me tell you something, and New England fans ain't going to want to hear this. They knew they was trash. They didn't have shit at quarterback. They didn't have shit on offense. They knew they could get Cam for cheap for basically a million bucks. They knew he can run the ball too, so they could use him as a runner. And if they lose, who's going to catch Cam? the blame?
0: We know Bill ain't look. We know Bill i ain't gonna get it.
1: Cache to not be blamed. Bill has earned it, just like Tom Brady's earned the cache. If he was trash in Tampa, you knew who I was gonna blame. Coach. That's Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> true. true true. true, true, true. Yeah. They earned the right. They earned the right to have a year to where it just won't the years we used yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I. We do that, yeah, we, man. we do that for people we we'll We'll be like, you know what? He all right. He just had a down year. But somebody that was trash, oh, he's just trash. No, nah, no. Nah, because yeah. he ain't ever showed me nothing. He had a down year, but he trash. Where do you see Cam going, and then, if anything? I think it was a year, $1 million dollars, right? Cam has a... Cam, it was one year, one million dollars, I think? Yeah. Cam got to go somewhere to where... They run. The, they run the ball. They got a running back that that toasts the rock. Like he got to go somewhere where they got to treat him as a rookie Philly? until we know if that shoulder. Hell no, he will die in Philly. That um, arm. <laughs> no, not Philly. No. I'm being. Honest, I, I don't. I'm not confident that I don't. Th- that shoulder don't look. Yeah. right me. He got the same. He ain't got the same. But no, he got the velocity. It just it's just it like it's like a hitch now. It's the shoulder pass is little yeah. as hell. Yeah. Cam might just have he gonna have to be he's gonna have, to have a Jameis Winston season. He's gonna have to be a backup. I can see that. I can see
0: that he, he had to be he a backup. Get, That way he could he, 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 he might it. get more money as a backup, really. You know what I'm saying? If New England, if New England sign that guy to start for one million, he go to Atlanta or he may go back to Carolina. We don't know, but the backup,
1: he will get more money. So, you know who can't go? Donovan McNabb when he left Philly. you say Cam gonna be like Donovan McNabb when he left Philly. He just look like a shell <laughs> of himself.
0: So, I mean, give, give me, give damn. me three, give me before I get out of here. Give me three teams. Yo, I don't give a damn if you're gonna burn and crash or whatever, give me three honest teams that you, give me your honest opinion on three teams you can see Cam with right now. No research off of the head. I don't care how it sounds, bro. I don't give a damn they got a Hall of Famer quarterback on on starting. Where can you see Cam
1: ending up at, though? Jacksonville. New York. Anybody that wants a new, that's going to draft a quarterback and he be there with you. Okay, so, so, so Jacksonville?
0: They
1: got a nice little running back, yeah. Um, not the Giants. I mean, not the Jets. I take that back. Um, ah, 49ers. Mr. Roberts is I can see Cam with the 49ers. 49ers. I can see Washington. Okay. Kane. All right. Okay. I would love him to go to, like, Indy. Adam just said it. I would love him to go to Indy because Frank is there. Is that it? You know what? I'll take that back, take that back. And this is reaching. This is a huge reach. But if he's gonna be a backup, I want him to go with Andy for a year. Okay. You know what? I can I see I can see him in KC because
0: the lack of arm versus the play calling with, with KC, it's a lot of it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors and this and that where you can get away with a, a quarterback that doesn't if that's not accurate. The screen passes, you got a good tight end, good receivers, good running game. That's yeah. No no
1: play, but if he had to be a yeah. backup, I would love to have him with Andy Reid for a year. You think Andy and get it right? I would just love him. I would just love, like that's just my wistful thinking. Like I think Andy could do a lot for him and do a lot for his narrative. Same way that Sean Payton is doing a lot for Jameis' narrative, even when he didn't play him because Taysom. He did, he's doing a lot for the narrative of Jameis Winston. Watch when free agency hit, how Jameis, oh, he's ready. He learned under Sean. Yeah, two And then Frank, and, and I, I trust Frank with the Colts, with any quarterback. Like, he gonna, Frank going to devise a game plan that fits what the quarterback can do. If they got a coordinator that will always advise a plan that's going to fit what a quarterback can do, that's the type of environment Cam need with the limitations he has right now. I can see
0: it because uh, they had, what, Jacoby Brissett before they signed Phillip Rivers. And Jacoby Brissett yep. actually
1: had an all-right, decent season game managing for the playoffs. Jacoby's how do people think. Oh, and guess what they do with Jacoby? They use him for third downs as a mobile quarterback. Now? So tell me they 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 wouldn't do yeah. that with Cam. Yeah, that that'll be a good that'll be a good fit for him. That'll be a good fit. So you know what I'm saying? Somebody say, go to Philly to back up Hurst. I wouldn't want him with the current head coach. that called in the plays in Philly. Heck no. Yeah, Philly. You got to have some kind of arm with Philly though. Yeah, he will look at Cam as a bet, and then open up the playbook and have him trying to throw forty yeah, times. You, that ain't gonna work. You got
0: you got to, you got to limit Cam. I say thirty to. 20, 20 to thirty throws and they gotta be select. You can't just let them go gunning unless it's two minutes, you know. But hey bro, hey, I mean, while we talk hey, I, I co- gotta get out of here, bro, if I get fired, man. I'm gonna I, haunt
1: you later, bro. All right. All right, man. All right. all right, man. So yeah, man, that's that's a great discussion about Cam. We can do that another podcast, but uh yeah, man, hopefully people took, you know, and it's hour twenty five minutes, hour thirty minutes. Um we transitioned a lot, you know? We went from talking about Boogerman following his comments and, and how we can not only impact Dwayne Haskins, but just impact the players that look like us. You know what I'm saying? Because he he generalized it with just African-American players because he said it makes up seven percent of the league. What he should have just said, which well, just all young players need to recognize because you have young Caucasian players who do the same thing as Haskins, do the same thing as Juju. Uh, Same thing as Jamarcus Russell. Um, And then you can start to differentiate how the lease is shorter. That would have been a great talking point, a great discussion. Um, So you can better paint the picture of saying, yo, you got to make sure and realize that you can't do what they do, but you still have to hold yourself accountable. Whether you can do what somebody can do or not, you still have to hold yourself accountable. I tell my son, You're a young black male. You can't do what your neighbors do. But at the same time, you still got to know right from wrong. And anything you got to know right from wrong. You just can't say, well, they did it and they got away with it. If it's wrong, you can't do it. Even they get away with it, don't make it right. It's still wrong. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, and my man Burr asked me what Boogie McFarlane said. Basically, Boogie McFarlane was going at Dwayne Haskins or any young African-American athlete. Um, basically saying that these guys are more worried about off the field things like a Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and not working on their craft. Um, And with that being said, he makes a great point. And then he pointed out Jamarcus Russell, who didn't take his craft seriously, blah, 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 blah. What he should have did is pointed out that if you are a first or second round pick, you're a huge investment, whether you're white or black. And football is a business. And though you understand the business of social media, you still have to recognize that the conveyor belt on the field still pushes everything off the field, whether white or black. So while sports is while sports is a business, hold oh, on, let me get my man Robert T. in here. While sports is a business, you just can't pick and choose which business. We all understand how the old heads don't care for young bloods and what they do on social media because they didn't do it and it's not their cup of tea. But you just can't generalize to say, you know, 70% is just black and, when you start doing that, they gonna gonna use you, like Booger, you you got some, that made me think like, damn Booger, you got something up your sleeve? You know what I'm saying?
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.